Continuing in our discussion of what constitutes a break within the meal, specifically in regards to a change in uh, the location when I am eating. Uh, we've been going through the Mishnah Brewer's introduction to this whole section. He d- said that there's three different uh, things that we'll have to figure out. Number one, what uh, constitutes actually changing locations. He said certainly going from house to house, possibly room to room, depending on what my intention was, but not within a given room. Then we said, well, what types of foods, what types of eating sessions, what types of meals are going to be affected? We quoted a machloka between Rav Shisha and Rav Chista, which is also machloka between the Rambam and the Rush, which is also machloka between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, as we will see, as to whether it affects all foods, or it only affects uh, foods where uh, I don't necessarily have to make the bracha, bracha achrona, the concluding bracha, where I eat those foods. So, for example, fruits or drinks, something along those lines. Once I move, I might be uh, stuck, as opposed to, let's say, uh, bread, where the bracha achrona needs to be made in the place where I ate. So there, maybe shinoi makom would not affect it as much. And now, we have to get to point number three. What actually changes when we determine there was a shinoi makom, and there was a shinoi makom regarding food that could be affected. So here, the Mishaburah says, what is the halacha going to be if we determine there was a shinoi makom with foods or meals that were uh, that can be affected? So he says here again, we also have a machloket. The Rambam in his uh, camp, they are of the opinion, so let's say I was in place A, I was eating my uh, food, I go to place B, and now I come back to place A. So we say, At that point, you would have to say, Or whatever other bracha, whatever concluding bracha I need to make. All of that's going to go on the food that you already ate. And then you would have to make new uh, opening brachot on any foods that you'd like to eat at that point. So you start in place A, you make your opening brachot, you go to place B, you come back to place A, you got to make concluding brachot, and then new brachot on any additional foods that you'd like to eat. This we'll see is what's discussed in the very first Sa'if. But the other poskim, aside from the Rambam in his camp, they are of the opinion. I start in place A, I go to place B, I come back to place A. I only have to make new brachot. I don't have to make any brachot achrona. Aval achrona yotzei I could use one bracha achrona uh, to cover whatever I'm going to eat, both from the first time and the second time. It will go on both of them. We'll see this discussed in the opinion of the Ramah when we get to Sif Bet. The, just as a, sorry, a, a little spoiler alert, the Mishaburg here concludes in his introduction, We follow the opinion that we will see in the uh, Ramah, which is the opinion of the Rush, which is the opinion of uh, Rav Chista, right? So all those opinions we're going to follow. Uh, we, uh, you know, we B'nai Ashkenaz follow that of the Ramah. The Sephardim may hold a little bit differently. All the other details, because again, this was a very high 10,000 foot view or whatever you call it. All the details, God willing, will be discussed as we go through each and every step inside. And now we are ready to begin learning this Siman. So that's our introduction. Again, we didn't cover all the details. God willing, we will cover at least more details as we go through it, but as always, you will just have to keep coming back. Rabbi Hanan, Mirkash, Mera, Takarish Barakul, Zako,